Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Love it, dude. Folks, it's the one and only notorious, glorious V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live. And folks, 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 we got the two guys here that make it happen all day, every day. You know their names. It's Z and Cowboy in the house. You better check it out. What these guys got to say, folks. I mean, in the Watchers trade room, these guys are killing it. Have no fear. Have no fud. Z and Cowboy are here. What's up, gentlemen? What's going on? What is going on, guys? I'd say uh, Bitcoin's actually <clears throat> a little bit stronger than I thought it would be. Yep. Hey, man, everything. I just want to say this, and I mentioned it on the morning show this morning. The action that have occurred in Bitcoin, this Bitcoin retracement that we've seen, this is something that Nick made a chart on like eight days ago, bro, right? Eight days ago, you charted this bad boy, didn't you? Uh, yeah, nine days ago. Um, yep. Yeah, you can... Uh, you can go over to my trading view, um, and I think we have that uh, posted in the room, and it's pretty easy to find. Just go Crypto Cowboy 2030, <clears throat> and you'll see like a daily chart for Bitcoin, right? So it's one of the most like maybe four charts down, and uh, you can open it up and hit the play button. And in fact, I'll just do it right now. Hold on. I forget everybody can see my screen. Um, yes. Wow. You know, the, this is something that uh, this is a great time to be in the market. I know it sounds like it's kind of crazy, like it's a bad time to be in the market, um, but it's actually a really good time. And let me explain why. So a real trader is going to look for a reversal. OK, so if you're uh, if you're trading and you're you know, if you're doing like your kind of your standard trading, like no margins, no shorts, just a regular trade. Um, <clears throat> what a trader wants to do is they don't want to try to catch something on the way up. A real trader is going to look for a massive retracement and then buy in at the bottom when there's only, you know, up to go. Okay. So <clears throat> right now, and what I've noticed with these Bitcoin retracements, and we're going to track this today briefly, but what I've noticed with these, uh, Bitcoin retracements is that they're pretty quick. Um, you know, they happen within like a week or two. They, they, you know, they're really fast. Like, I mean, you can see how quickly it went down the last couple of days. 
And I'd say the last couple of days, we're like halfway there. You know, it's only taking us a week or so to get to where we are. So there's going to be maybe a few more days or maybe a week or two or something of the of kind of like the downward. There's going to be some flat. And then it's probably going to start going up again. And uh, the great news is we're able to kind of monitor it, watch it as it falls, look at the metrics. We're going to have an idea of where the bottom is. Um, and I don't think we're going to break below 5,000 this time. Um, we may never break below 5,000 again ever. Uh, I mean, that's possible too. Um, but what I see is a fall to say like, low to mid fives at the worst. And I mean, there is a chance. I, I don't think it's the case right now, but I think there's a chance we may have hit bottom already. I mean, it's in my opinion, it's kind of a, a lower probability, but it, we could go up from here. Personally, I think we're actually going to retest 6,000. Um, 5,800 is going to be where I see the first possible bottom. And I think we might actually dip down to like 54, 52, 51 area if we get much lower than that, it's going to be very brief. It's going to, it's going to come right back up, I think. Um, I have a lot of reason to think that. But right now, actually, Bitcoin really uh, is showing a lot more strength than I expected. So, um, you know, Z, while I'm bringing up the chart um, that what we were talking about, can you talk about like the ETF and like what happened around that? Uh, yeah, so um, we talked about this in the past, guys. Regarding the ETFs, uh, the first ETF, well, she, sorry, the most recent ETF, um, the Winklevoss twins, their ETF, um, sorry, update proposal um, was rejected again. They submitted an ETF about 360 days ago. That was rejected. 180 days, 180 days ago, they um, submitted an update to that P uh, ETF proposal. That was rejected. And that caused the initial slide um, down when it came to BTC. And then from there, um, you know, unfortunately, there was a delay in the latest ET, uh, ETF that was supposed to be uh, waiting for approval on uh, tomorrow, actually. And that was delayed now for another month. So that's the, the whole reason for this artificial slide down. But as I indicated yesterday, I did a live show yesterday to everybody. Um, these... This this is a certain level of manipulation, guys. We always talk about manipulation in cryptocurrencies in Bitcoin. And if you're able to feel the manipulation now, if you're able to see um, just how unnatural these movements are, you can make a lot of money that way, guys. And that's exactly what we did, right? We called an exit on BTC at, at 71 or 7,000, uh, 7, and we were able to ride it down for close to 800 bucks um, each BTC that we own down to 62 so that was awesome stuff and um that's exactly what you know what we do in the watch trade room you know cowboy and i are always inside there we're always monitoring the news we're always monitoring the the, the charts and so anytime there's a little shift um with the whole sentiment of the market we can feel that out and we can take advantage of that and that's exactly what good traders do they take advantage of the sentiment they take advantage of the technicals they take advantage of the fundamentals and um and they make a lot of money off of it, you know, where everybody's being scared, everybody's, you know, fearing out on, on the fact that BTC is going down. We're not scared at all. You know, I was happy to buy in at the bottom. So oh, yeah, so was. you bought in like, uh, you bought in like uh, what, 62 or, or I bought in at, yeah, I bought in at 6210 um, is when I bought in. Um, I also went live and I told everybody that, look, you know, I would not sell right now. It looks does not look good to sell right now. Um, uh, personally, in my opinion, of course, it's not financial advice, but it does not look good at all to sell right now. I think it's time, um, if anything, right now, all the indicators are, are showing a shoot up to potentially 67 and then even higher than that. Um, you know, 
it might be a very good time to get in. And so that's exactly what I did. I got in um, and I've just been chilling. And, you know, right there, that's another 800 gain down, going down. And then now it's another 300 or, or, or $200 gain going up. So right there, guys, that's over a thousand bucks on each BTC I own. So it's, it's sweet. It's, it's awesome stuff. So here's the thing, like, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I gained like, I, I gained a ton of sets. Uh, I mean, so people look at right now, oh, you're getting out into USD or you're getting into Tether, whatever it is. Oh, you're not trading. Actually, no. Uh, right now I'm trading into the asset in the crypto world that it has like the most gain right now. And that's USD Tether. And all that's doing is adding Satoshi. It's just increasing my Bitcoin. And I think we all know that Bitcoin is eventually going to go up. So, you know, one of the ways I made money last year was I literally like swing traded PPT. I didn't pay attention to my dollar value. I didn't pay attention to anything. I just stacked PPT because I was confident that it was going to go up and uh, go up. It did. We all know that story, but it didn't matter like what the dollar value was. I just made sure that every trade that I did would add PPT to the stack. And then when PPT ran up, that's when I sold it. And so essentially, you know, the same can be applied to Bitcoin for the patient trader who doesn't mind dealing with like a, a US, USD opportunity cost a little bit. Because um, in the end, what you do if you're, if you're able to do it is that you get out of Bitcoin before it falls. And I, I just want to like, <clears throat> I'm going to read what uh, was written yesterday, what I wrote in the room. Okay, so give me one second to pull it up. I don't want to pull up the room on the on the screen here, but um, we were. I was sitting there. I was working, and uh, you know the news came through. I had like 15 pings. Oh, ping, 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 ping. ETF denied, right? Because I'm in like a million different channels and all this. And so uh, what I wrote was the following. So let's talk about how I was correct. It's always fun to do is to talk about how I was correct. Um, you know, yeah, call it egotistical, whatever. I was correct. Um, I predicted that the ETF would be delayed and a price would drop. Now, we didn't talk about that on the air, but every time we talked about ETF on the air, I did kind of say, hey, we're going to talk about in the room, you know, what my thoughts actually are. We just, you know, people pay for that kind of entertainment. So we should talk about it in the room. So um, so that's what I did. So let's talk about, you know, I, I said it would be delayed. I said the price of Bitcoin would drop. I also predicted that the ETF news may come before August 10th. And yeah, I came on August, what, 7th? Um, you know, so a lot of people were sort of like, they had their eyes on August 10th thinking that was going to be it. And I figured there would be some kind of FUD or they would just simply announce early what was going to happen. And when they announced it, I think it was like 71 or something like that. And we got out, I want to say it like 70, 50, because I told everybody, I said, Hey, I'm getting out. And first, what I did was I set stop losses. I, I was mostly in EOS, um, a little bit of BNB. Um, you know, so BTs, you know, like just all this, all the stuff that we were in in the room and I set stop losses. And then when I saw like the price really begin to melt because the news started to spread, I just got out of everything. And, uh, <clears throat> when, and I, you know, what I do is, and what I told everybody I'm doing is, you know, with this shaky kind of situation, I actually was only in assets that could stop out in a tether with the exception of ETC, which crypto, uh, crypto found, we're going to talk about that, but not right at this moment. Um, so, you know, basically stop out at a tether is what the plan was, right? So I ended up actually killing my stops and getting out early. And, and it was like well before the price dumped. And, and anybody who was watching in the room was able to see that. 
And uh, in Slack, you know, you can set up like notifications. So just in case that you're not watching, the, you know, the, it'll notify you whenever like there's a call in the, in the call room. So, um, you know, if, if that kind of entertainment is something you want to get quickly without having to stare at it all day, you know, there are notifications that can be set up from Slack. But uh, the point is, is that, um, you know, the next ETF announcement is going to be what, uh, September 30th. It's going to be due by September 30th, meaning it could come before that. Um, and there is a little bit different, um, the, the groundwork for what's happening is changing. So the way that I'm looking at this one be a little bit different than what we're talking about. And we're going to talk about that in the room um, as far as how I'm going to handle that. But uh, I can't think of a better way that CryptoNikos and I handled this ETF situation. Um, I mean, we, we absolutely killed it. And you know, what CryptoNiko said about five minutes ago is really important is that this is a highly manipulated market. But here's the thing, and V can weigh in on this, but every single tradable market is highly manipulated. The difference is, is that your stocks and your Forex and everything else is manipulated by the big boys and people have just gotten used to the manipulation and they think that what we're seeing in the market is natural and it's absolutely not. Um, so, you know, for somebody to say, oh, Bitcoin's manipulated, I'm not going to play in Bitcoin because it's manipulated. Like, sorry to, sorry to burst your bubble, but you name a market, I'll show you the manipulation. It's just, the difference is with Bitcoin is I know what that manipulation looks like. And Crypto Nikos knows what that manipulation looks like. And so if you know what it looks like, that is like having a printing press. And one of the things that I called is the chart that you're seeing on this screen. So if you look on the screen, I'm going to press this play button. I made this chart on August 31st, and today is the 9th. I'm sorry, uh, July 31st, and uh, today is the 9th. So we're talking about eight, nine days ago. And when I press play, you know, I predicted that we would have a slide down this direction. And I press play, and we had a slide down that direction um, a little bit faster than I thought, as a matter of fact. Now, historically... You know, I actually predicted that we were going to drop at 10,000. And I told everybody that I know that I'm going to get out at 10,000. And it went to $99.88.50 on Bitfinex. Um, and that's where I sold. And I didn't get back in until about 7,000 because I thought 7,000 would be the bottom. Turns out it wasn't, but it was a bottom. And then it went up from 7,000. And I saw the signs like the ace of base for those of us who were older than 35. And I got out at 7,300. So I actually made an extra $300 for every Bitcoin I had. And then I got out. And then uh, actually CryptoNakos made the call and got in real close towards the bottom around 5,900. I didn't have the, the um, I didn't see what I wanted to see to get in at 5,900, but Nakos was actually correct. So he made a bunch more money than I did. But then when we depped back down to say 62, I think I got back in around 63 because I, I kind of am more of a confirmation trader, I'm a little more. Um, <clears throat> I'm more conservative with my book and we wrote it all the way up to about 74 and I got out there, but Nikos actually stayed in. So I got like two thirds of this rise and Nikos got the whole thing. And so, cause Nikos is a tad bit more uh, aggressive than I am. Um, so, you know, and then we, we kind of sold somewhere around this area. We wrote, we, we kind of got caught by this drop. I got out at 7,700. Um, you know, and then I actually got back in to try to make some money on some alts and it just slunk down a lot quicker than I thought. So I just went ahead and got out, uh, according to the story that we talked about. So, you know, this is, this is how we do business. And if you look here, we have already gone two thirds of the way down that I think we're going to go. 
I mean, we're almost towards the bottom. Uh, you know, judging by the current trajectory, I think we're going to have a relief leg up. I think we're seeing the beginning of it now. Um, we're kind of, I'm going to go to a different chart. Um, we had the, uh, CryptoNecos called it perfectly. He said we were going to have a bounce. And actually, my, my chart uh, did the same thing. Um, and then CryptoNecos got on live and told everybody. And it, it went along with my chart. So our, our research, as it often does, lines up. And Nikos actually had the guts to get in where I, you know, more conservative. But Nikos got in at uh, what price? What, when did you get in, Z? I got in, sorry, that was muted there. I, I got in at about, what, 62? Yeah, so essentially like the very bottom, um, Nikos got in. Like yeah, I, I mean, I just saw, I, I was actually basing it. So yesterday when I did the live show, I was actually talking to everybody about, um, you know, because guys, we do like an educational, like, just basic technical analysis every single like twice a week we do a video and we actually just did one on the rsi so it's kind of funny um we were talking about it and i know the rsi is a lagging indicator but we talked about it and both rsis were like dead bottom on like the one day the daily um and everything was just signaling a nice little uptick from right there it's, things were starting to curl up histogram on the mac which another indicator that we covered guys these are all free videos that you know, rogue money and, and everybody has, you know, we're, we're providing to you guys for added entertainment. Um, we, we, yeah, we, we essentially, I just covered those basic, basic indicators and you, and I could see that it was going to curl upwards. It was just, it was very obvious. And, you know, if you watch the videos, you guys could see that as well. It was very, very obvious. I pointed it out yesterday and, uh, you know, there you go. It, it popped yeah. up. So Nikos killing it as always. Nikos knows how to call a bottom. Um, I'm, I'm good at calling the longer term bottoms. Um, you know, I'm just more conservative. That's all. Uh, so the, the cool thing is like with our room is that Nikos and I are like 95% of the time we're in agreement. Um, Nikos will just kind of jump in when I'll hold off and wait for confirmation. But Nikos actually got confirmation with his RSIs. So Nikos actually was paying attention to indicators um, in a different way than I was. However, my chart did actually map out what was going to happen. Um, I don't know if I posted it on. Trade. Yeah, our charts were our charts were the same. I mean, I, p I actually pulled your chart up yesterday live, and I told everybody, I'm like, look, you know, like Cowboys seeing this is what he sees, this is what I see, and um, you know, I think it was like I, it was like a fifty to hundred dollar difference in like yeah, the top side of of BTC. So it didn't even matter. But yeah. yeah. So I mean, what we're looking at is a different chart, actually, um, than what we put in the room. But I just kind of posted this on TradingView. I haven't looked at this. This chart may actually be like way wrong. So I'm going to press play. I'm going to see if I actually totally swung and missed. Let's find out now. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a swing and miss. It, this is the bounce up. I thought it wouldn't bounce up this soon. I thought it would take a little bit longer to bounce up. But um, it actually bounced up really quick. Now, that's great news for Bitcoin. Um, so what I'm seeing here... Um, is uh, a hard bounce upward in this area is a great thing. Now, I think that we're going to go one of two directions. Okay, we're going to go up towards that 74 where you can see all this volume. Um, and we're going to kind of play around there. Or we might actually stay where we are or we might kind of head down. But we're going to be, I think, range bound just for a little bit. Um, we could actually run up towards 7,000. And I didn't think... I would be saying this right now, um, but we could run up towards 7,000. Um, although, you know, it's just as likely we could break downwards. doesn't really matter um, because we have a plan on either scenario, excuse me, scenario. If it, if it breaks down, then we are stopped out. 
you know, Z, uh, I think you're in, I'm not, I'm sidelined. Um, but Z, you have your stop losses in. So if we do have a downward break, then you get stopped out and uh, you get to buy in towards the bottom. Um, and then I, of course, you know, I have an idea of what I think the bottoms are. Um, and we're constantly updating you guys. I got my eyes on so many different charts and, um, uh, I don't know how to say this properly. Um, but basically I have, uh, some information that's just going to be killing it on the trades coming up here. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't know, let's just say I have, uh, I have some awesome stuff going down right now. I, I can't, I can't talk about it here. We'll, we'll share it in the room. Um, so anyway, that's Bitcoin. Um, I think we have some people who may want to see Litecoin. Um, hold on. I've got a picture of Litecoin. Give me one second. I've got it right here. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Where is a picture of Litecoin? Oh, here's a bunch of pictures of Litecoin. It's a great picture of Litecoin right here. Can we, can, V, can we see this picture? Yes, we can clearly see it. It's a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire. Yes, Litecoin is a dumpster fire. Um, I mean, wow. Uh, we are down below 0.1, and we've been down below 0.1. Um, as you can see by this volume profile, we did play around at 0.106, and basically, um, you know, if we tried to run up from here, it's probably going to go up. But what I'm seeing is it's worse than a bear flag. It's like, it's like a down. Well, it's a downward wedge, so it could kind of jump up a little bit. But uh, Litecoin USD, dollar wise, Litecoin is oh, Litecoin is sixty-three dollars and forty cents right now. Litecoin is a dumpster fire, guys. Here's and look, this volume profile. If this remains kind of where it is, I mean, we're not going to jump above sixty-seven dollars anytime terribly soon. Not unless like Litecoin comes out with something, or you know, if Bitcoin runs up really high, then of course Litecoin is just going to get dragged behind it at a slower pace. Um, but Litecoin's terrible. So I mean, look, we say this all the time. I don't want to belabor it. I don't want to bore people. But the fact of the matter is that Litecoin just doesn't have any fundamentals right now. Um, well, here's the fundamental for you. September the 14th, they're having a conference. Oh! Ooh, right in San Fran. You're neck of the woods, man. San Fran. Not too far oh from Oh, my you. gosh. They're having a conference? Yeah, September 14th through the 15th. You guys should go there and check it out. I will be in uh, – where will I be that day? September uh, 14th? Yeah. Well, no, my birthday is not that. I can tell you where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in a much less painful place. I'm going to have elective dental surgery. That's the yes. elective surgery is like where you don't need it, but you have it anyway. Oh, so instead yes. of being at the Litecoin conference, I choose to have my teeth drilled that I don't even need them drilled. <laughs> Jesus. Are we talking about Litecoin? Dude, yeah, September 14th through the 15th is there a conference. Or, oh, uh, my I, God, guys. Okay. I, I so, think Charlie Lee is going to pull out an Elon Musk on all of us. Here's the thing, Z. I, I just pretty much went through the whole thing, and I don't want to beat up on it too bad. I think we should. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so there you go, guys. Sixty-three bucks. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna hey, say. Guess what? That's all I'm gonna be there. Woohoo! That's all I'm gonna say. Just you Dude, know. Dude, I think I think hey, Vanilla Ice is gonna be there. He's totally relevant, just like Litecoin. <laughs> I, I yeah yeah that, that, that's all I'm gonna say. He's bringing MC you leave Man. Robbie Van Winkle out of this. Robert Van Winkle. <laughs> You're leaving the lies out of this. 
<laughs> oh no they're, they're bringing uh, they're bringing all kinds of relevant stuff um they're bringing yugos the cars they're bringing yugos they're bringing uh what else is totally relevant the um they're bringing um fixed gear bicycles they're bringing those um anyway so that's fine i don't, don't want to beat up too bad litecoin the minute that they come out with some really good fundamentals litecoin is going to rock it up i'm just letting you all know so if you know in fact you have your finger on the pulse and litecoin really does have something going um i would be prepared to make a lot of money if you're in litecoin but until said time i don't see any reason to stay in it and according to this volume profile we're not going to see it above 67 dollars anytime terribly soon um, unless Bitcoin just rockets up and, you know, drags it behind like it's his baby brother um, with, you know, like no legs. Um, so let's go to uh, what do people want to see? Uh, EOS. I know that was one that was doing really well um, along with everything else. Um, you know, EOS. Oh, my God. EOS looks like my coin. Too bad. Yeah. I think pretty much every coin's going to look like yeah, this right so, now. Yeah. So yesterday, actually, um, uh, once again, guys, you know, we do... <laughs> We, we do these live shows so that we, you know, we're trying to give you guys as much entertainment as possible, right? Like, you know, I've spoken with V, like all the, you know, all these guys, V, Frank, Matt, the whole Rogue Money crew, you know, Nako's crew, we're trying to give you guys as much free entertainment as possible, guys. Um, and of course, you know, if you want to take the next step, come to the Watch Us Trade. But we, we give you guys these things because we care about you guys. And that was one of the things we talked about yesterday was that, um, Every single coin, every single alt pretty much looked exactly the same. It looked like exactly like a bear flag. It was a hard trajectory down, which was was based on unnatural movement down, spiking down, and then it was slowly trailing back up. And all of the RSIs, all of the max were all curling upwards, and everything looked very similar. And uh, that's exactly how most of these coins actually played out. So, um, yeah. There's something that, like, okay, so there's something that I, that I really want people to understand about my trading. I'm a professional trader. Um, I just added a new screen. I now have five screens and one of them is a giant ass screen that operates as like three screens. Um, I have my eye on nothing but assets. I do this 12 hours a day and this is all I do. I'm a trader. Okay. So I, I pay my bills freaking trading. Okay. I'm paid to do it. So let's just, you know, take it from somebody that's all they do. Um, there are times when like you don't necessarily want to trade and this isn't financial advice this is just entertainment and everybody's here to be entertained by my trading style right now my trading style which is successful which has a good track record is such that right now it's just not the time to trade okay now let me tell let me say why so you could go ahead like you can find some alts that are kind of running up like something got pumped i think uh, ontology got pumped well guess what i have my eye on like five different pump and dump groups and i don't participate in pumps as he'll tell you i've been offered high positions in that and i simply refuse because quite frankly i think pumps are theft in fact i know they're theft they're illegal um but there are pump groups and i pay attention to like okay which coin are they going to pump and then if something goes up people oh, what happened with ontology it was a pump you know ontology i didn't i mean unless there's some news that i don't know about i can guarantee it was pump and dump and what happens when there's a low volume market it's really easy to pump coins okay so pump and dumps, to make it really simple, are a bunch of guys buy in early, and then what they do is they tell everybody that we're going to pump this coin, and everybody buys in at the same time. Price rises really high. On um, whatever uh, exchange that coin is on, it's going to show as one of the top gainers, and then you're going to have a bunch of people, Joe Schmo, that don't know anything about trading, and they're probably trading with the rent money. And then what they do is they buy in at the top, 
And then all those people who bought in early just sell right into those people's buys. They literally rob from them. It's just like a disgusting practice. I have no uh, respect for any of that. Um, so, you know, you're going to see these pumps right now. People are going to go, oh, uh, let's get in, let's get in. Guys, okay. we're in like a bit of a bearish move, okay? So we're in like a long-term bearish market. With We just had a midterm bullish market where we made oodles of money. Um, you know, I, I made more money in the last bullish leg, two bullish legs ago than I did back in December, believe it or not. I actually more than double my portfolio on a much smaller run. Um, you know, but, you know, so even though we're in like a bearish market, I'm killing it with my money. Uh, however, right now we're in a bearish leg of a longer term bearish market that is wearing off. This bearish market is decreasing. We're actually in a long downward wedge and those play out bullish. It's just a matter of time before Bitcoin is going to pop right back up. And that doesn't matter if there's ETF news. It doesn't matter what happens with regulations. The only way that Bitcoin doesn't pop up like later this year, early next year, like pop up in a big way is if the regulators really come in and like make it illegal everywhere. And I just don't see that happening because all the big boys are building infrastructure to actually trade it. They want to make money off of Bitcoin. So I think there's a great future for Bitcoin. And right now, these bearish dumps, they're getting shorter and shorter. That means each of these like drops down, those drops are getting shorter and smaller and less painful. Okay, so the trajectory is actually flattening out. I can track this for you really quick. Actually, I think it's really you, you, uh, by you saying that it's kind of interesting. I remember a while ago you were telling me about silver, how silver is like constantly pressed down. There's like only so many times it can press it down more or something like that, right? Yeah, well, silver is actually in a massive accumulation if you go back uh, a number of years. If you look at the chart, it's in a big fat accumulation. But here's the thing about silver: like every uh, if if you read Jim Rickards, I got a great book by him. It's called Case for Gold. Um, Jim Rickards, I, I don't, you know, I know you like him, V. I don't listen to Jim when it comes to crypto. Uh, he's he's a, like not with it. But um, when it comes to like metals and stuff, a lot of respect for Jim Rickards. And basically what happens is every like 20 or 30 years, there's a big economic reset. Um, we had one. Uh, it was in the late 80s. V, I think it's when gold got revalued. When was that big uh, reset on gold? Um. Talking about 71 when we went off the gold standard? Is that was that yeah, that must have been I thought we did it again, but I know seven well there was a so, so we went off the gold standard and I think gold uh like skyrocketed. It went up to like hundreds of dollars when it was nowhere near that. So like what I think and V, this is like your territory, so correct me if what I'm saying is like way out there, but what I think is that the powers of the world will continue to use gold as an asset. And then we're not talking about gold on a crypto show for too long. But they'll continue to hold gold. And when everything kind of needs to be reset, when they have to rewrite all of the rules, which they do like every 20 or 30 years, then gold is going to be revalued to a much higher level. Um, so that's now with cryptocurrency, I think what they might want to do is to compress it. They're going to put it into the derivatives kind of box that they have. Um, like I, I trade Forex all day long. It's, it's traded derivatives. I've got basically, uh, you know, 50 to 1 leverage on it all day long because it just moves these tiny increments. But because it's leveraged, you can make a lot of money on that. I think they're going to eventually do the same thing to cryptocurrency once they can get it sort of flattened out. And so there's always going to be good money to make in crypto. I think we still have at least another period of these heavy volatility for like the next year or two where we can actually just make a killing in crypto. A killing, I'm telling you. The, the ability to make a killing in crypto right now is probably the best that it will ever be 
from here on out. Now, Z, correct me like if you think I'm different on anything of that. If I'm wrong. No, man, absolutely right. I mean, look, we're heading for a global economic reset, the likes of which we've never seen in generations. There's so much debt in the system clogging up so many things. And in, in a new global economic reset where it's based on a physical economy, where it's based on the fact that, you know, in order to have a physical economy, you have to have mark to market. You have to know what the underlying value of that asset is. You cannot know what the underlying value is if you got, you know, a, a derivative that's over leveraged 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 times on that asset. There's no way you can have a correct mark to market on that. So all these things are going to be purged out. We are heading towards a physical economy. This is what, you know, right now, even what the Trump administration is doing in terms of, number one, protecting American technology, and number two, uh, making, we're seeing, folks, the emergence of a new petrodollar. It's not based on Saudi Arabian pipelines, but based on the commodities that we have, because we don't have the gold stores like we used to, but we sure as hell got some energy. So it's a whole new paradigm. Uh, cryptos will have its, its, its place in this. Uh, gold, without a doubt, will be the master, the the taskmaster that it was on global economies over a hundred years ago. So get ready. Yeah, and cryptocurrency is like, look, here's the thing about it. Why do I have such big faith in cryptocurrency? Um, the reason I do is because like Goldman Sachs is setting up the circle. Everybody's building infrastructure to eventually trade cryptocurrency once the SEC gives it its blessing. And that's what these ETFs are kind of the beginning of. And it's going to happen. There will be an ETF. It could happen this year. It could happen as early as September. Um, you know, for I mean, look, ETFs are requested and rejected and requested and accepted all the time. This isn't the only ETF. It's never going to be the only one. But uh, long story short, it's going to be the <laughs> it's going to be a very lucrative thing to play in, in this crypto game. But it has yeah. to be done. Like you got to know what you're doing. You know, I went to uh, I went to this. Um, meeting with a bunch of crypto people just the other night and so many people in there are like they're like chasing the fomo they're they're not under thinking they're not thinking they're they're just yeah th they're that's why I can't, that's why i can't really go to these crypto meetups i just get mad at everybody i just get honest <laughs> and mad. I just go in there and be like you fucking kidding me like are you serious like oh jeez so yeah, I, so I, I get i get i get angry upset enough to actually use the f word but i mean here's the thing like the way I look at this is that I, I go to those meetups, I've gone to a handful, and I always will find like one person in the crowd that gets it. And basically, like, for, for example, what are we doing for liquidation? Uh, v, v, talk about liquid base for a minute, because this is something that, like, look, dude, cryptocurrency and the opportunities that lie in crypto are massive. massive. Talk about liquid base. Well, the, the beauty of liquid base, folks, it, it's this. Look, nobody wants to use, well, a lot of people are starting to wake up to the reality that, hey, if I try to liquidate 100,000, 200,000, 5,000 on Coinbase, on, on, on Kraken, on any one of these exchanges, uh, I'm going to get hit with a 1099. I'm going to hit with a W9. I'm going to get hit with all sorts of papers that I'm going to have to report to the, uh, the internal uh, revenue guys. And uh, the beauty of, of liquid base is this. We take whatever crypto you got. We take the top 25. We like prefer we prefer working with the top 10 cryptos. So if you got the top 10 cryptos, bring it over to us. We take it and we put it into L. We convert it. Okay, we convert it into LBMA 
gold. LBMA certified gold. Good delivery. Gold. Okay. It's not Jimmy John's coin and carry. This ain't Harry and Barry's coin and carry. This is LBMA, baby. This is a gold standard. I'm not talking about gold pricing. Gold standardization. Gold. Real gold. Okay. So that gold, folks, once it's in there, all of a sudden, all the liabilities, all the all the accoutrement, all the regulatory accoutrement and taxation accoutrement that is attached to the crypto that you are carrying, voila, it is fini, it is gone, it has disappeared. We have made it vanish. And now you have we have LBMA certified gold, which we can liquidate into 24 different fiat currencies without any problems. We, we don't report anything. That reporting is up to you. That's up to you. And check this out. In most countries, okay, that when you when all of a sudden 100000 200000 or a million dollars show up in your bank account be, uh, and they ask you, the taxing authority, your jurisdiction knocks on your door and says, hey, you know what? You got a million dollars pop up in your checking account. Where did it come from? I sold gold. You're not saying, oh, yeah, I sold cryptocurrencies, which all of a sudden now you're going to be paying a 36.9% tax. No, V is only talking about what he does for entertainment purposes. Which entertainment you purposes you only, you folks. Talk to, your, talk to your accountant. Talk to your accountant, exactly. Entertainment purposes only. And uh, so with most countries and most jurisdictions, they'll just say, oh, you sold gold. Okay, that's, that's a capital gains tax. So you're paying capital gains, which depending on the country you, you live in can be as low as 0% or as high as 15 and that's a far, far cry from 40 freaking percent. You know, so that's that's the advantages of, of liquid base. We don't report. That's entirely up to you and the taxing jurisdiction that you live in uh, should you voluntarily do so. That's entirely up to you. But we don't do it. Uh, and we're not we're not obliged to do it because of the WTO regulations that are involved in the gold trade internationally. So that's, here's what the thing. That's, what, that's what makes liquid base so damn unique. Is uh, liquidbase.io for anybody who's interested in learning more. And the reason that I bring up liquidbase, besides the fact that you know it's a cool commercial for us, um, is that liquidbase is like a real platform. Yeah. I show up to these these crypto events, and I've got something to show people that's actually up, running, proof of concept. Hundreds of thousands of dollars have already gone through it. So you know, most people in there they're having these new ideas and this and that and the other. But you got a few people who understand that the value in cryptocurrency right now, and this is just if you ask me. If you, unless you have the ability to create a platform like this, which actually relied heavily upon relationships that V has developed over like decades, I mean, it's just you can't you can't just throw things together like this without really knowing some people and proving yourself, yep. having a good reputation. So that's something where you know you can try to do what we just did, but it's not going to be very easy. But the value in cryptocurrency, if you ask me, is the ability to trade it. That's where the value is. You know, I got guys that want to put together like a cryptocurrency for renting cars and stuff. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. Not everything needs a token. Like, exactly. So, so stupid. Now, now I got to go through three steps to rent that car when I can just do it in two steps just by calling a rental agency. Yeah. yeah and give them freaking US dollars. Like, look, there's a place for US dollars. Always be a place for US dollars and the fiat. So, we're not anti fiat people, but understand that the value in cryptocurrency is the ability to increase assets through trading. This is my opinion. And this is how I treat it. Um, so, guys, a lot of opportunity. And we're going to see uh, we have a great opportunity right now, right this very moment, to watch Bitcoin slide down. And it's going to hit a bottom. And, uh, you know, crypto, Nikos and I are pretty good, especially Nikos, at calling bottoms and getting in. Nikos, in the middle of this, like, death fall. Well, I shouldn't call it a death fall. It's actually not that bad. It's only a retracement of, like, a few hundred dollars. People are going to freaking think it's the end of the world. 
But in this like 10% drop or whatever we just saw, uh, Nikos has actually gained like $1,000 per Bitcoin, you guys. This is insane. This is insane. I've gained uh, like $700 for every Bitcoin I've got. You know, I mean, this is like, this is, we make money on the way up. We make money on the way down. Uh, and it's always on the way up and it's always on the way down. So we are always making money. Uh, links in the description. Uh, it's, uh, you can also go to www.remaincomschool slash trade slash trade. Hey, uh, anything else guys? Yeah, real fast. I want to talk about, um, uh, so Cuba, Steve, Jason, they had some questions in regards to, uh, USDT and so forth. So for starters, uh, Cuba, you know, you, you're saying that Tether looks to be getting into serious trouble and fed audits and whatnot. Okay. For starters, guys, Tether is understand tether as a coin so tether's supply goes up and down as well there tether, for every single tether coin out there it is backed by a us dollar that's how it works that's at least how they claim it works um i understand that there's some fud in regards to tether and that why its supply goes up and down the reason why its supply goes up and down is because us dollars go in and out of tether so that being said um, a lot of people are speculative about the fact that Tether is legitimate. And I understand that a lot of you guys follow the same people that is in this space, right? You're talking about, you know, Bix and, and those guys. I, I, I get that, guys. And no, you know, no, no disrespect to Bix, but honestly, I don't think Bix even understands what Tether is. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm saying that straight up right now. And the reason why I say that is because... Tether, a lot of people have had speculation regarding it. Um, Bix has said some things about Tether for over a year now in regards to how Tether is not is not is gonna go down in flames. It's not, it's not legitimate, whatnot. A lot of traders use Tether. And if it means the fact that I'm gonna be able to go in and out of Bitcoin quickly yep. for a short distance and be able to preserve my portfolio, that I'm gonna use it. It's a tool being used by other traders. So let me ask you something. You're either going to listen and watch your portfolio bleed like these other coins, or you're actually going to utilize the tools that other traders use. So the difference between those who trade and those who don't. That's, that's it's, the bottom it's, line. You know, I mean, you can speculate all, all you want, guys. You remember at one point, Bitcoin was considered a scam. Neo was considered a scam. All these unbelievable Litecoin was considered a scam. And then all these things, cryptocurrencies in general is considered a scam. A lot of people are saying that, right? But why are we inside of it? So you got to understand, you got to do your own research, guys. Don't just full heartedly believe in somebody what he says, because I completely disagree. And, and, and it irks me so much when people say, oh, I don't use USDT because USDT could go down tomorrow. That's I mean, yes, Bitcoin, go, Bitcoin could go down tomorrow. Right. If USDT goes down tomorrow, we got bigger problems, guys. Yeah. Nothing's gonna save you about that. Nothing's gonna save you about this cryptocurrency market. So that's that's the one thing I have to keep saying that like, you know, there yes, like is it does it have some speculation around it in regards to it being potentially a scam? Yes, it does. However, well, you, you know, Z, you, bring, you bring up a big point here. I mean, look, look at XRP, right? Everybody hates XRP. XRP is the banker's coin. Look, if you want dogma, right? Having dogma is not going to make you an effective trader. It's not going to make you money. You can't be dogmatic about how you make your money. Principled, yes, okay, but dogmatic, no. Think about it. People, are like, I don't want, I don't want XRP. It's the freaking banker's coin. I will never touch it with a ten foot pole. I don't care who's if if it's going to make me some. Look, I hate Tesla. You guys know how much I hate Tesla, right? 
You love Tesla. Shut up. Ah, don't say it. Ugh. Own the eight of them. Hate Tesla, right? You have like a you have a Tesla poster pasted in the inside of your shower. Ah, uh, uh, I have a I have a Tesla poster pasted on the inside of my M5's bumper. <laughs> 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 but uh, but no, honestly, it, it's I hate Tesla, but I'm not averse to to trading Tesla stock. I'll, I'll, if there's an opportunity for me to make money in Tesla in, in, in trading their BS stocks on the way down and shorting the hell out of it, I'm going to do it. Same thing with SRP. Do you guys know XRP just had, uh, they just linked up with 23 fiat currencies? It's the banker's coin. You, re- I mean, there's some serious moves happening in XRP from a fundamental basis. Now, 23 fiat currencies have been linked up to it in various swaps and various exchanges. You might hate it. You know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people in the alt media are like, "Oh, it's a banker's coin. It's probably created by Baron Rothschild himself." Who gives a rat's rear end? Yeah, at the end of the day, that money pays for your kid's college tuition. Boom. That money pays for vacations, guys. That's what we want. We want that financial freedom, and that's exactly you know what we're here to do. We're here to trade and get that financial freedom. We're not here to play good guy and bad guy because ultimately, guys, all of you guys, well, I'm assuming mostly 99.9 percent of you guys. Um, you know, use the U.S. dollar to buy things, right? Yep. So, I mean, you guys are using U.S. dollars to buy things. Now, let me ask you, you know, where has those U.S. dollars been? Exactly. So, you know where U.S. dollars have been? <laughs> you know, that, that's the thing. You know, everybody tries to be the good guy when it comes to, you know, all these – all of these uh, assets. I'm morally superior, and I'm virtue. Sig- they yeah. want a virtue signal on assets. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Hey, you, guys, you guys ever seen uh, the King of New York? What the hell is the King of New York, man? I heard of that. Before. Uh, it moved from like the '80s or something. It sounds um, old. It's old. And uh, at one point, uh, I think it's Willem Dafoe or somebody like you know he pays off some gangster kids in the street to like have passage or something, and he just got done like you know killing somebody, so the money literally has blood on it. And the little like little gangster kids like, hey yo man, this money got blood on it, and like Will Dafoe goes, you know any money that doesn't? I'm like, so I mean, look, and, and I don't know, it might not be Will Dafoe, but you know that's good enough for the picture. Um, look, if it's like uh, I don't know some like terrorist thing, I'm I, I'm not gonna make money on that. But for the most part, uh, Ripple is just another financial solution, um, and I am not gonna mess, I'm not gonna use their platform. But I will buy the currency right before I sell their currency. Exactly. Make money on the currency. And by the way, Swift just came out with a coin. By the way, that, that Ripple has a competitor. But um, now there's like this fight between like your your establishment coin people. Like, oh no, Swift is going to be it. No, 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 Ripple's going to be it. Whatever. Who cares? I'll make money on both. Uh, you know, that's all there is to it. Exactly. So Crypto uh, always says, "I'm not married to any coin, guys." Not I'm not married to I'm not married to any coin. That's funny, Jack. <laughs> Jack Meowth was talking about the uh, the dollar. <laughs> I, I go, well, you know, where's the dollar been? Jack Jack Meowth goes, my nose and a stripper's ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack uh, has a great name, by the way. It's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got a we're, we're going right. on with uh, with Jason tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're going. Yeah, on we'll be on with the Snipster tomorrow, folks. So tune in for that. It's going to be fun. Great. Well, guys, I think uh, we're are we towards the end of the show here. V, call it. We are at the end of the show. So uh, again, folks, hit the link in the description box. Trading is not for those. If you're going to be lazy, don't come and trade. If you're going to be active, you want to make some money because this is free money being generated. Most people are paying for their membership in the matter 
of a few days. Uh, some people are paying three months, six months, uh, you know, a whole year in advance and a couple of days and a few weeks of trading. Also, guys, we have crypto payment options available for three-month payments and six-month payments at a discount. So check it, check it out. Click the link, watch us trade, and then liquidate your gains with Liquid Base and put it right back in your pocket. That's how we roll. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. We out. Oh, now you know. Exactly.